They actually seem to believe that we don't know what they're doing and what their game plan is, but we do. And we're pissed because it's been our work, it's been our treasure, our blood that's done everything positive America has ever done. It's been its citizens. It hasn't been a bunch of elitist thugs who are parasites on the very system they seek to destroy. They call us deplorables, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists, even as they allow deadly drugs and countless numbers of people wanting to destroy us across our borders, even as they push vaccines that kill our children and imprison real American patriots and commit treason many times over. While we Americans are unlike any people tyrants have faced before, we know our rights, we demand our freedom and liberty, and we demand the servants of the people learn their place. Amen. Welcome, Patriots. This is uh, episode 208 of the Patriot Review. Uh, we are going to talk about personal strength in trying times, and these days are certainly trying. I'm going to have uh, Gunny Bud Cornwell join me. He's on the show frequently, and uh, we enjoy talking with him. He's um, uh, a veteran, as you know. He is uh, a Marine, once a Marine, always a Marine, and we're going to talk about the, the whole aspect of personal strength. But before I do that, of course, I have some headlines, which <laughs> this in itself, in itself requires personal strength to get through because all these headlines are always very crazy. Case in point, parents horrified after school assigned daughter to sleep with boy on field trip. Yes, that's correct. You heard me say that. And what's worse is once you read the story, these are young kids. Is, nowhere, is there nowhere safe for our children? It wasn't that long ago when parents could send their kids to school confident adults would protect them. Not anymore. Transgender ideologies have now infiltrated every aspect of society, especially our schools. In Colorado, some school administrators and teachers are being accused of intentionally subjecting vulnerable students to transgender ideology without the parents knowing it, the, day, the, the Daily Signal reported Monday. And that, as we know, is spreading across the country. So during a cross-country trip in June, Jefferson County Public Schools, and this is in Colorado, assigned a fifth-grade girl to sleep with in the same bed with a fifth-grade boy who identifies as transgender without notifying, notifying the girl or her parents, according to a demand letter sent to the system and superintendent Tracy Dorland by Alliance, Alliance uh, Defending Freedom. So here we have an 11-year-old girl who is made to sleep with a 11-year-old, probably 11 or 12-year-old boy uh, who identifies as transgender and this insanity is just beyond w what the brain can comprehend. I mean, number one, where do these people get off thinking that they control the parenting of our children? And, you know, I posted this story because it's really infuriating. And I think that every person that's involved in this should be charged with child abuse and, and uh, neglect and should be you know, should be uh, tried accordingly in uh, criminal court and uh, not just have this be a civil matter between the parents and the school district. This needs to be a, a criminal matter because uh, these kids, you know, they they deserve better, quite frankly, and so do the parents who work to pay for their children's education. 
and this is what they end up with. Absolutely disgusting. These uh, people should be outed, and they should be shunned, and they should be um, they should be charged. And uh, I hope to God that they are. So here we go. Um, next topic: illegal alien praises Joe Biden after crossing the border. And I'm going to show you this uh, several of these clips. So this this story goes into to several different things, and it contains com uh, content from Fox. But uh, it, it talks also about the number of men that are that are coming across. And I want to just play a couple Danny, of these clips here for you. In Lukeville, we are quite literally in the middle of nowhere, two and a half hours to the closest major city. Thousands are crossing here illegally every day, and the situation is completely unsustainable. We'll step out, give you a look at the scene here. This is a mass of hundreds upon hundreds of people who have crossed the border illegally and are camped out here at the border wall, waiting to be apprehended by Border Patrol. You'll quickly notice these are all single adult men. There is not a single woman or child in this group you're looking at. And these guys are coming in from all over the world, large amounts of African men from Senegal, from Guinea, from Mauritania, from Egypt, others from the Middle East, others from Asia. This is Border Patrol's Tucson, Arizona sector, which is so uh, all men, folks, the the left's argument that these are just people who want to have jobs and all this bullshit. It doesn't hold water anymore. It just does not hold water anymore. So his uh, com his comment here. Uh, masses of men crossing illegally from all over the globe, trash everywhere, horrific stench of human feces. None of the men we've spoken with have been asylum seekers. That's the left's argument. These are people who are fleeing countries for this, that, and the other thing. They tell us they want work and opportunity in the U.S. that the U.S. gives so they can send their money out of our country to support countries that, uh, quite frankly, many of which are our enemies. These are these are battle. These are military-aged men that are coming across, and it you know our government uh, and Joe Biden. I mean, this is another act of treason, is what this is, without a doubt. Here's a little. Here's another little clip. I'll pay for you. So this one, you got all these people crossing. What you got? They're they're crossing a a hole in the fence that was cut, right? And if you're not watching the video, what it goes on to show here is that instead of closing this up, they are concerned about the safety of the people that are coming through, and they they basically uh, end cap the edges of the of the fence so that nobody gets hurt on it, right? I mean that's that's absolutely asinine. Uh, here we go, another footage showing mostly Chinese men in this case. Coming through the open gaps. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's get the the red uh, Chinese uh, communists coming in our country because everybody knows that, well, we already allow, allow them to fly uh, spy balloons over our entire country, right? I mean, we already allow them to steal our technology. We already allow them to, set, to send people into our country to uh, victimize and traumatize Chinese Americans, right? I mean, this is, this is absolutely insane. And the insanity goes on. How about this this story? U.S. job openings tumble to lowest level in two and a half years as layoffs increase. Trump made the comment in his most recent uh, speech in Iowa that the Biden administration, the Biden regime, is running or taking credit for the fumes of his administration. In other words, those positive impacts that Trump made on our country that still have some 
some positive impact, but it's slowly going away and maybe not slowly enough to be quite honest with you. So two and a half years, um, job, jobless numbers at a high. Kamala Harris in the meantime, well, she pledges $3 billion in taxpayer funds to poor countries. Hey, guess what? We're a poor country. Have you seen our debt lately, you stupid hyena? I mean, for God's sakes, these people are absolutely nuts. White House complains to Speaker Johnson, we are out of money for the Ukraine. For the Ukraine. Right. Yet, people are coming across our border of military age. That's not a problem. We have the trans agenda all over the place, victimizing our young girls. We have men and women's sports victimizing uh, women again. This is, the, this is the left. This is the party of choice. This is the party of... of uh, you know, hoorah the womanhood, hoorah the feminism. Well, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they? <laughs> every turn, they attack everything that's good about America. Every turn, they attack us individually. They, whether we're talking gender, we're talking race, we're, whatever we're talking about, this, uh, this administration, this regime is hostile, and indeed the Democrat Party is hostile. And at the end of the uh, show here today, I'll have a segment from Tucker Carlson that really does a good job, and he mentions the hostility uh, specifically on the part of the Democrats in, in just part of it. It's, 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 it's really more about the positivity thing. But um, these are the headlines that we deal with every day. So as I said, you know, it doesn't matter which... Uh, which race you are either, because here we have White House threatens to ban African journalists from press events saying, we warned you. Here we go again, we have somebody, it doesn't matter your race, doesn't matter your gender, if you don't toe the line and, and, and spew the hate and spew the lies, then they're going to attack you. Um, so all this is going on, and then what do we have? We have Liz Cheney considering a third-party presidential run to stop Trump. Give me a break, Liz. You could never. You, uh, I mean, you you already have have a, humil a humiliating record, right, for for election. I mean, you yeah, you have the Cheney money, you have the Cheney name, you have the you have the Rhino um, the Rhino credentials and background and support and everything else. But guess what? The support of the people is done. No no more Rhinos. We're done. And you're a complete joke if you think that you can run for president and get anywhere with it. So all this stuff is going on in our country. What are these people concerned about? They're concerned about the Ukraine. They're concerned about putting people up, uh, illegals up in five-star hotels. They're concerned about kicking veterans out of the hospitals because they have to service the illegals coming across our border with diseases that we haven't seen uh, in decades. They're concerned about the the Chinese and, and kowtowing to the Chinese and being on bended knee to BLM and Antifa. Uh, where is there any demonstrated concern for you, I, or, or the American citizen? Where is there any concern for continuing what has been the greatest nation on earth and continuing to do things for its prosperity, continuing to do things to support its people? Uh, it's nowhere to be found, whether you're talking about the right side or the left side of the aisle, with the exception of the very few mega uh, politicians that, that we see in the news, the, the few that we love, the few that are obviously in it for the right reason, for the people. And every one of us, every damn one of us, wants to, to have individual liberty and freedom, regardless of race, regardless of religion, regardless of whatever, that's what we want. That's what we believe in. And yet they call us the deplorables. They call us the 
you know, the, the people who are really the domestic terrorists. They sit, they, the FBI plants people in our churches. They plant people in false flag events, the American Reichstag fire, otherwise known as January 6th. And we, the people, sit back and get the shaft every freaking day of the week. And these stories are all over the place. And they are, if, I don't know, as I said, this, this show is about um, trying to maintain your sanity with all this. And I, you know, I chose this topic deliberately and I chose this topic with uh, with Bud deliberately because as a veteran, he brings this, uh, this fortitude and especially the Marines, I think, when we identify those friends that we have that are Marines. I mean, they take this stuff in stride. And um, I think it's a lesson that all of us could use. And that's why I'm doing this. But at the same time, we have to take all these things seriously and we have to address them. There just needs to be some compartmentalization. And that's what I'm hoping for um, for today's show. So those are just a few of all the, the things that are going on. I mean, it's almost literally too easy to pick out news stories because there's just so much. And, um, you know, this, this madness continues. I'll be right back after this. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, even though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was it was just a horrific. Sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that. The color of grace changed, and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. 
Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. All right, we're back. If you'd like to get your hands on some Kingdom Fuel, go to Sherwood.tv slash TPR. That's Sherwood.tv slash TPR. If you want to see that documentary, head to redbloodedpatriots.com. You can see it for free. It's also on the documentary homepage, America First Productions, the number one ST, AmericaFirstProductions.com. All right, so I now have Gunny Bud Cornwell with us. Gunny, how you doing? You there? Can you see me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. All right. Good. Good to see you. Uh, thanks for joining the show. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. I appreciate being here. So we got a little bit of a, a lag, I think, here. But um, so here's the deal. I, I read these stories every day, and I'll give you just a few of the story. I'm pretty I'm pretty wound up here today because these stories that are that are out there um, just give you a sample. Parents horrified after school assigned daughter to sleep with boy on field trip. So fifth graders, 11-year-olds, from two different schools on this field trip, the, da the daughter is sleeping with this boy who identifies, of course, as a girl, and the parents aren't even notified about it. As a matter of fact, the daughter, the kid, wasn't even notified about it until she got there and found out that she was assigned to sleep with this boy. Then I showed a bunch of segments about how the illegals that are crossing into the country are doing so, you know, most of them are men from African nations and from China. And the concern about them coming across the border wasn't that they were coming across the border. Um, the segment shows them repairing a piece of cut of the new, the new fence that was cut, that was take, someone take a cutting torch to it, cut some holes in it. And our concern was that they didn't get cut, so we fix them instead of we just smooth out the edges where they can still get through rather than repair the fence. Right. Um, you know, and um, and on and on. So what what got me thinking about this whole thing is <clears throat> it seems to me that, you know, veterans in particular, I don't know what it is about uh, if it's something that they, they get as a part of the training or if it's something that – just the type of person that goes into military service just innately has. But every veteran I know, and especially the Marines, they have an, uh, an inner strength or a, a core that they can compartmentalize stuff, I think is the best word for it. So <clears throat> what I wanted to talk about today is, first of all, I want to open the mic and, and say that we can talk about any subject that you want to as well. But one thing I want to get to is this... Um, how do how do people go about reading these stories, caring about these stories, getting involved to protect and save our country, but at the same time keep their sanity? Um, so, <laughs> you know, what what is it? What is it about the veteran that that, that gives them that fortitude? Well, the 
the uniqueness about a veteran, and especially with what's going on today, is we've talked about this before. When you join the military, you go into a uh, special type of program, right? Now, some people want to use the the word brainwashing or you know cult cult mentality, all that stuff, right? So they want right. they want they want to look at it as a cult. Okay, so there's similarities, but it's not a cult. And the reason I'm saying this is. You go in as an individual with, with your mindset as, as an individual person. You come out as an equal soldier, sailor, marine, airman, whatever. Right? So it's right. like you're all starting, you're all thinking the same way now. Right? Mm -hmm. And what we do know is this. In a military structure, individualism is dangerous. It's very dangerous. So when we see all this stuff that's going on, um, what we're seeing is we're seeing a breakdown of society into individualism, individualism and or pockets of, you know, their ideas, if that makes let's see sense. If we can massage, let's see if we can massage that out a little bit because – at the same time, I mean, you're also fighting for individual freedom and liberty of every of every American, including yourselves. So there's got to be some. While you're fighting for that, there's there's got to be um, what you're saying. I think is there's got to be some structure and some. It's a sense of almost a sense of family and duty that these these people that you're serving with are they are your family, right? I mean, and you you view it as if um, you know, you're fighting for individual freedom and liberty, but you're fighting it as a family, as a family unit. Could you elaborate on that a little bit and talk about how um, you recognize individual freedoms, right? Yeah. But but you you fight for that in in the sense like you said that you're all everybody's got everybody else's back, right? I mean, that's what it kind of comes down to, doesn't it? It does. And many citizens think and this is the hard part and really kind of deals with what we're talking about is that when we go into a combat zone or when we go fight, that we're fighting for them. The answer to that question is no, we're not. And they're like, what are you talking about? That's what that's what your job is, is to protect us, take care of us. No. What we do is we're fighting for the Constitution of the United States. We're fighting for a country, a lifestyle, however you want to put it. That's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for things that are larger than an individual. All right. So let me make this real, real simple. So <clears throat> if you're if you're a if you're a cook in the kitchen and you have to defend your refrigerator from your children <laughs> so they don't so they don't eat you out of house and home you you're you're not fighting for the individual ingredients that make up your kitchen you're fighting for the pot the pot that those things are cooked in you're fighting for the 
the nation that gives the the nation that uh, has the system that it provides those individual freedoms, and that you have to do by defending the Constitution. As we've, I think that is that that's my kind of yeah. know, twisted way of, of, of talking about it. But uh, so yeah, so that makes a lot of sense to me because your oath is also specifically to the Constitution, right? You're not. Uh, you're not taking an oath to say do everything the president says you need to do, right? I mean, you're taking an oath to the Constitution. Period. Yeah, it's it's again, you know, it's it's bigger than us, bigger than you. And what upsets us is when when what we fight for and stand for is in jeopardy, then. It's difficult for us to to do that mission and go out there. And it's, and the other part about it is this: when society is breaking down to the point where they don't even respect the military anymore, that makes it even worse. So then you go out there just like because you know the way the Vietnam War ended, the right. population of America eventually got to the point where they got tired of the war. But they didn't take it out necessarily on the government. You know, right. they took it out on right. the military, you know. Right. You know, I was just going to bring that up. I was just going to, that's what, exactly what I was thinking about when you started talking about this. Because I watched a, a docu-series called uh, Marines in Vietnam. And several of the guests on the show were talking about how they got spit on and, uh, you know, the the poor reception that they got when they came home. And, you know, I think that that is, that is kind of like the, the first and most obvious point in, in our history where we truly saw the effect of media propaganda. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was the first time in history that, um, that a major propaganda media force incited the people into being against a you know a war that the United States was in it's the first time in history now Korea some people say well Korea was kind of the first time actually it wasn't there's I mean they had groups and people specifically the ones that are against war in the first place matter what right you have those those right. people and but you, the media in general covered a whole lot of the korean war and but they covered it from a different angle than they did in with the vietnam war they covered it through a you know this is china infiltrating korea and trying to take over the whole korean peninsula right. which they did mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for the United States. So the point I'm making is Vietnam was the first time that um, the media got involved with actually trying to stop the war. Gotcha. Need to take a quick break. If you want to mute yourself, we'll be back in three minutes and we'll pick up right where we left off there. Okay. <laughs>
American Patriots. It's me, Wayne Alaroot, otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Alaroot, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big-name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with can you me, hear me, Jeff? Wayne Allen Root, the hardest work a man in show hey, business. I got an emergency IT thing I got to take care of. Bless so I'm just going to have to get back with you. I'll try to get back in time before the show. Steel goes. News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context What's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family? Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. All right, we're back. And as you heard, Gunny had to take a little break here and address something in the IT world. Those of you who don't know, Gunny is uh, is involved with the Convention of States movement and is the, the IT person for them. And he's been part of that for, well, over 10 years now, I think. So... That's another cause in itself we've talked about before, but if you haven't been to their website, you can check that out. I have um, I have that right here for you. I'll show you that if I can get it. Here we go. So if you go to conventionofstates.com, you can check out that organization. And uh, this is something that we've talked about, as I said in the past, and it's it's uh, it's an awesome cause to get involved with. And there are several states. I should get an update from him when he comes back on as to how many states are actually part of part of that. But um, I am going to just talk to you a little bit individually about you know, how how I talk or how I deal with all these stories that are happening every day. And I tell you what, it's not easy dealing with all the negative things that are that are out there. And you really have to take a step back and uh, decide what's most important in your life and. The reason why I do this show, and I've said this before as well, that you know the the um, the benefit of doing this is really in a, a selfish way is that I get to vent out a lot of this stuff, you know, and that helps me individually. But I think my personal advice for you would be that you look at your own lives, you decide what the most important thing is, and compartmentalize all this stuff as as those things that you as an individual don't have to tolerate and you can fight against, but also that you don't, um, that you understand that there's a lot of this that is driven through uh, a lot of avenues that you can't control. You can raise your voice, you can say, you can be involved and you can, you can help fight back against it. 
but uh, you obviously need to be in a group, as we were talking about with uh, Gunny there just a little bit ago, that uh, being in a, in a group that's addressing all these issues is much more helpful. And that becomes kind of getting involved at the local level, and that is something that I really need to get better at as well, because um, it's a matter of time, and you have to decide what time you can dedicate towards it. And remember to be selfish about the time that keeps you sane, whether it's, you know, whether it's uh, enjoying your hobbies and making sure that you do them. For me, I play guitar, you know, and uh, something I also don't do enough, you know, but those are the things that what you what you focus on grounds you. And that is the stuff that you don't want to leave behind, you know, at the wayside as you're fighting all these things. So, um Give me just a quick minute here. I'm going to take another break here, and then I think I'm going to go right into uh, the segment with uh, Tucker Carlson's talk. We'll be right back. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., dot com slash the patriot review get all kinds of free great information and invest in gold and silver for your future our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them are affecting our bodies our sleep and even our ability to think clearly the advent of 5g is only making this worse there is an answer Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, Add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hey there, Gunny is back. Appreciate you coming back so fast. You must be pretty uh, pretty damn intelligent to have taken care of that issue that quickly. Well, most most of these are what we call user error. You know, yeah, right. You got you to kind of coax them through how to fix their problem. So 
I, I love the shirt, by the way. Uh, oh, thank limits. you. Yep. <laughs> term, term limits now. Um, shirt. So I, that's nice. So I was mentioning, um, you know, that brief break there that um, you know, people people have to compartmentalize and uh, and focus on what's really important to them and understand that they can be kind of like we were discussing where in the military you're part of a family. Well, the Patriots are part of a family as well. And you can, right. you can compartmentalize things, but also realize that you have to be active and you have to do certain things to push back, um, you know, and um, so we were discussing that. So on the personal level, tell us what you do. As you host a show as well, you do the Patriot cause and you're involved in the convention of states movement and, and everything else. So, uh, I mean, so people don't have to go and kick their dog, you know, to tell them what you do to, to kind of remain sane in all this. Yeah. Well, I'll drink a whole lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that would be the easiest way to deal with this is just to go, you know, just put yeah, yourself exactly. out of misery, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. I host a show. I started in August of 2020. For that same reason that you're talking about, I had to have some kind of outlet to be able to deal with what's going on. So I go to the VA, as you know, and I have a counselor in, at the VA that I talk to on a periodic basis type thing. And we were talking about this yesterday, which kind of goes into what you're talking about. Yeah. And she's like, okay, so you know, what are some of the things that are bothering you today? And, you know, you know, uh, what are the issues that, you know, we can talk about? And I said, and I looked at her right dead in the eyes and I said, can you fix America? Can you do that right now? <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, see, that's the issue is it stresses me out when right. I, when I focus too much, especially in the things that I don't have a direct relationship to change. And that's the hard part that we're dealing with, Jeff, is, is we can't just reach out. Like if your child does something wrong, you correct right. them, right? right? The government does sphere. something wrong. There's not virtually nothing that you can do to immediately reach out. It, you know, it's like being in a Titanic. You have to, you know, steer that big ship over a number of years to make a change to something just this big in the government. And it's that's funny hard. because it's funny because um, I said the exact same thing when you were gone that that I started doing this because I needed I needed to vent I needed to be able to to say say stuff and um, you know I appreciate all the viewers and I appreciate everybody that comes on the show. It's almost like its own sense of therapy, right? It's yep. It's uh, it's a way to relieve stress. But for people out there, one that we haven't mentioned yet, and that is probably of, of the, the primary importance is faith. And, yes. you know, it's uh, that's the real core. That's the real place to start. I think when you have that relationship, you know, you have your your faith is strong enough. You you uh, it gets you through the darkest times, I think. And people um, the people today may mock that but um those are usually the same people who are you know yeah. really lost so so yeah so it's it's interesting that you say that but um do you have any anything in particular any hobbies in particular that give you a break as well that you that you do or 
Yeah. Um, what do you do for those? Yeah, I like to go fishing. I used to hunt when I was younger, but I, I pretty much don't hunt anymore. I may end up having to do that. You know, if it gets that bad, then you got to start, you know, fending for yourself. But so, but I, I like fishing. I do that. Um, other other than that, vacation, those kind of things. But I want, well, I have to say this, and I, I don't want to twist everybody's mind when, when I say this, but here's another way that I deal with this is I do a lot of research. And in other words, I don't just assume an article or a person says X and this mm -hmm. is happening. I want to go across the spectrum. I want to go and find out what the truth is. Is this just something that somebody's making up? Those kind of things. Or is this some type of reality? All right. So let's say you find out, yep, great example. The Biden administration wants to use national lands to house. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, yeah. I, when I first heard that as a great example, I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Is it, is it getting this bad? So I did a lot of research and I went through different places and then I found out this this is true. He really wants to do this. Now, yeah. luckily, the House actually passed a bill preventing that, right? But do you think right, that tyrant's yeah, do you think that tyrant's <laughs> gonna care? No, of course no. not. So Great example. So what I do is I go and I research so I have all the knowledge. Now, I also know that they did this or they want to do this, but I also know the House is pushing against it. The American uh, Defense of Liberty is pushing. There's lots of organizations that are pushing against this. But people don't know that if you don't research it. So I right. feel better about this issue because I know there are activists out there that are actually doing something. So now I feel right. better about the situation instead of being hopeless. All right. That's a good point. So people also have to, uh, I think they have to find their sources of information where they have to establish that there's trust there and that you're getting some clear reporting because there's, you know, being honest, you know, there's extremes on both sides and you can find things that are, just as um, I wouldn't say fictitious, but um, choosing just the tidbits of truth and uh, overlooking things on both sides of the aisle. And we just need to get back to a centrist America, really, that, you know, has just reports the news and, you know, doesn't, uh, as far as the news goes, you know, shows like we do, well, obviously there's a lot of opinion in there. That's what they really are is, you know, opinion shows and in, in in describing and bringing the truth and the news stories to people so that they can make up their own minds. But we need to get back in, in as far as the mainstream media is concerned, uh, to the day that they just report the news and let the viewer really decide what's going on. My question is, or my thought is, that it may be too late for that. The the alternative media has already taking the place of the mainstream media and we're not going back there. What do you think about, about that? The, the, the problem that we are having is over the years, we have allowed the American, the true American people in this country 
have allowed the radical left to be, to come into leadership and to bring millions of people into this country that did not grow up here. We're talking about there are colleges full of professors that are not even American citizens, full of from all right. different countries. And the majority of those professors, liberal is, you can't even call them liberal. Liberal is no. too good of a conservative word for them. No. They, they, they are these hierarchy people that have come from these different countries, China and Russia and so forth, that are convinced that power of the elitists is the best way to go. So what we're dealing with is we're dealing with the power has been taken away from the people and been put into that realm. So therefore, the government and the media are now working together to continue what they've started all the way back to the 1920s. It's it's always right. been there, Jeff. But yeah, it, I know. now the media <laughs> is not afraid to say that we're part of that now. If we really dissected this, this would take a long time, but yeah. that's about the right time frame. I mean, Woodrow Wilson and his policies really is kind of where it becomes, at least out in the open, that there's this attempt to subvert what America stands for and this what was called progressivism. And, you know, the other thing that the left is really good at, good at is changing the buzzwords. Yes. Once once one of their it's like progressivism gets a negative connotation and people wake up to what they're really doing, then they change it to liberalism or, you know, try to describe it all over or try to deceive us and hide it, you know. And uh, the thing is that with the World Economic Forum and them, the World Health Organization and the UN Agenda 2030, I mean, those organizations are now taking advantage of the opportunity. They're not stupid. They're they know that this is their time, and either they make it or they or it's or they're done. And uh, I would say that one of the things that keeps me um, on the positive side of the of the game is that it's it's too it's too um, undefendable that when people really start looking at what they're talking about. Uh, they realize that, well, this is all bullshit because it doesn't take into account human nature. There's no such thing as a utopia, and we all know it. And, yeah. you know, so I hold on to that piece because when I look at the elite, the number of elite at the top, I mean, uh, how many can there be, right? I mean, uh, at the most, maybe a couple thousand in, on the globe, right, that really that would have the power if all this happens. Yeah. Right. As opposed to the millions. So this ain't going to happen. I mean, it's not going to happen. And it just, it, the only question is how far does it have to go before we secure our, our nation and Western civilization in general? Right. I mean, isn't that the primary question? The, the, the issue is we're talking about Western nations because the terminology Western, to me, Western nation doesn't exist anymore. Western it never, civilization, it, right? Yeah, it, it never will. Because the globalists, the people that want to create this, quote, utopia, has already succeeded in changing enough 
of the civil structure in the Western society, not only the types of people, types of cultures that they have injected, but the mindsets. Great example, for instance, like the Muslims, when they want to go and take over a country, they don't just get on their horses and, you know, their army tanks or whatever and just go attack people. What they right. do is they infiltrate that country. And then when they get around 10, 15 percent of the population, then they start turning on the Islamic screws. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they the, that, the yeah. globalists has done the same thing with the mm-hmm. Western societies. They have injected so much of this multicultural. There's no such thing as a multicultural country. It doesn't exist. You can't right. you can't live in a group or a society of people within a certain space on earth, basically, right? Well, you know, the and expect the everybody thing, to get to get get together in some kind of utopia and the world's gonna be perfect then. I agree with you, but at the same time I would say that the the people that came to this nation, you know, back in the early nineteen hundreds to the right. mid nineteen nineteen well, 1950, whatever. I mean, they came in here willing to assimilate, and that's the key difference. The key People difference, coming in today right. are not willing to assimilate. No. Um, and they're taking the wealth of this nation and sending it to other countries, that many of which are our enemies. So so I just want to wrap it up here. I got a video to show of Tucker, who's talking about this very uh, yeah. co- uh, content as well. So I got to bounce to do that. Uh, but... What are your parting words as far as the, the topic, people making sure that they're caring for themselves and that with all this stuff going on, they remain in the positive? Yeah, number one, look up. Look up to Jesus Christ, right? Make sure you're right. you're reading the word, you're in with God every day. That's the first thing you got to do and do that first thing in the morning is make that connection. The second thing I would say is if you are so inclined to want to continue to focus and and pay attention to what's going on, that's okay. But again, do the research. Don't just say, I watch this on some social media platform and then I believe what this person said. That will drive you insane when you start talking, especially talking with other people going, oh, Tucker Carlson said blah, 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 right? Well, it wasn't said anywhere else, that kind of thing. It wasn't written down anywhere else, that kind of thing. You're going to have a hard time dealing with stuff that way when you just go, oh, because I listen to a whole bunch of people, even on the left side. I hate I hate to, but I do. But I do that <laughs> for a reason because right. I want to know how these people think. I'm still trying to figure that out. I or am. I'm, I'm being honest here. I don't understand their thought process and what they're thinking. But anyway. Well, That's I think what they, I would do. I think it's how how do they, how are these people not thinking? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> That's probably what it is. That's probably what it yeah. is. So. Well, Bud, thanks so so much for being part of the show again. And folks, head to thepatriotcause.com. Check out Bud's show. He's got an excellent show. He's been doing it for a long time. Also, the Convention of States uh, movement. Check that out. Yeah. And uh, once again, thanks so much for being here. And we will talk to you again in the near future, I'm sure. So God bless you. And uh, take care of yourself. God bless you, Jeff. Talk to you later, brother. All right, right, sir. Bye-bye. Bye.
All right, always a pleasure to talk with Gunny. He is a guy who has a lot of wisdom to share, even though he probably would, would say that's not the case, laughingly, but he does. And um, he's one of those people that I think when you – it's a great example of becoming part of a group. And we have uh, a lot of us content providers. You know, we will talk back and forth. We'll text back and forth. And um, it is really like a second family, and that's something that – if you don't have, I would suggest that you do, whether it's getting involved in your local Republican Party or some other local group, um, you know, in the, on the political side, or if you get involved in church groups or whatever it is to keep your chin up, that is something that we have to do. We have to, um, we have to take care of ourselves to get ourselves through this battle for our country, and that's really the truth of it all. All right, so I want to go to this video uh, of Tucker, and he kind of answers his question as well. So let's hear what he has to say. Hey, Tucker. Uh, my friends and I always, we just laugh like you. That's one of the things we like to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. You're exactly like that. You got so, a touch of the demented, too. That's good. <laughs> that's exactly right. So that's, I guess that's the question, honestly. You, you maybe see more than the average person, expose yourself more to the average person. How do you keep from being jaded, so positive? We actually watch you because you're positive, because you laugh, because you th see things like just with a good light. At least that's how we view it. Just wondering what you do either in your personal life or, yeah, how you stay that way. That's a great question. I mean, it's so funny. I had this long dinner with old friends of mine last night, and we're all, you know, in our mid-50s, and your parents die, and you reach kind of peak expenditure with all your many children going to these, all these stupid schools at overpriced schools. And it's, it's a hard time. If you can make it past like 56, life gets better. And all the surveys show that people are much happier in their 60s if they survive than they are in their 50s and much happier than their 40s. And then add to that, and I'm not whining at all. I'm, I am happy, you're right. I do get a constant stream, really a torrent of like lunacy through my phone I don't go on the internet that much, but I text with hundreds of people and a lot of what they tell me is true. And so it, it does weigh on me. And I would say I have a whole program for that. And it's really simple, uh, staying cheerful, staying positive, staying clear headed. You know, I take a sauna every single day. I have a lot of dogs, they sleep in the bed. I spend a lot of time with my dogs. I get outside every single day. I hunt and fish, I try every day if I can. And um, you make less money when you spend a lot of time outside, that's okay. And, but more than anything, I, I really care about my family. I think it's worth, like, especially if you have a job where people you don't know are judging you, it's so important, but even if you don't, it's so important to remember and repeat it as a mantra that the opinions of people you don't know mean nothing. And I always think it's, it's like dogs barking, but actually when my dogs bark, I care. <laughs> it's less than dogs barking. Never hand emotional control to people who don't love you. It's like handling a a toddler, a firearm, why would you do that? You wouldn't, you'd be insane. And so if you just take all of your emotional energy and focus it on the people in your orbit, and if, you, if you're not married with children, focus it on you know, your siblings, your parents, your cousins, your coworkers, your employees, yes, your dogs, but keep your circle, the circle of people whose opinion you care about really small. Ignore everybody else and pay very close attention to what they think. So in my case, obviously I'm one of the most hated people in the world, and that causes me zero stress. I could care less. I don't care, no, I mean it. No, I'm not just saying that. I think it's obvious, like I really don't care. <laughs> However, if my wife were to say, I don't really like what you're doing, oh, it would like bring me to my knees. So it's like, in other words, everybody cares what other people think. 
make the decision about who you hand that power to. And in my case, I've handed it all to my wife, my four children, my college roommates, the people who are my employees, the people who are closest to me right there. I really care what they think. I really sincerely do. I listen to them carefully. It means something. Their, their praise, which I don't get very often, but if I do, it means a lot. Their criticism is devastating. I, I put all my eggs in the basket of the people who love me and no eggs at all in the countless baskets of people who hate me or who I don't know. Like, why would I care what you think? Like, honestly, why would I care? Let's just try to be rational about this. And the last thing I'll say is one of the reasons our political class is so disgusting is because they're all so emotionally damaged and they look at life backward. Most people get into politics, not just in this country, but in all countries, not simply to wield power and get rich through corruption, though those are motivating factors, I can promise you, but because they have a desperate need to be loved by people they don't know. They can't wait to receive the adulation of strangers. And almost all of them have absent or alcoholic fathers to whom they're trying to prove something. I mean, they're damaged from childhood. I had a great, I grew up in a broken home, actually, but I have an extremely close I thought that you know there's that goes on a little bit and I encourage you to, to seek that out if you haven't seen it but um, I thought that was incredibly wise what he's talking about and especially the part where he's saying you know be careful who you give that that uh, authority to right I mean that's that's where it all comes down to and it comes down to your faith hey thank you for being with me today I really appreciate you and uh, God bless you all I will see you tomorrow <laughs>